Om Sam Saraswati Namaha. Namaste. Namaste, everyone. Uh, this evening on page 206 of the Shiva Advanced Puja and Yajna, we're going to begin the study of the Shiva Yajna Padoti. And Shiva Yajna Padoti is like an intermediate plus Padoti. It's a way of making Yajna. Remember the word Yajna from the beginning. That's the most important thing. What's the objective here anyway? Yajna come from, comes from the root yuj, to, to unite. And in the Agnya Chakra, there's a fire burning. And in the Hawan Kund, we're going to enkindle another fire. So outside we have the objective measurement of how bright our inner fire is burning. How bright is our light of meditation. And the union between the two lights is the yajna. Now that's how yajna applies to the fire ceremony. But also we have many, many kinds of yajnas. In fact, in chapter 6 of the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna talks about there's a jnana yajna, and there's a pranayama yajna, and there's a yajna with knowledge, and a yajna with your breath. There's a yajna with karma, and there's a yajna by staying in deep meditation. There are many, many kinds of yajna. So we're primarily talking about, in this circumstance, the yajna that takes place in the Hawan Kun and the union between the worshiper and the worship of fire. And we begin on page 206 with the system of worship of the sacred fire. And we offer some flowers with these scented flowers. We bow to the place of union with the divine fire. With these scented flowers, we bow to the consciousness of the divine fire. With these scented flowers, oh, we bow to the deified image of the divine fire. And we contemplate the form of the yantra, which depicts the radiance of the gods. Without using the yantra and the worship of consciousness, the gods are not as pleased. In other words, if you have a tool and you sharpen the tool and you understand the tool before you use it, it's usually more efficient. So if you take care of your tools, yantra, the tools will take care of you. Every craftsman knows that. So we're going to describe what is this yantra, what is this tool, what is this roadmap, where does it take us, and we're going to put that, establish it in the center of the Hawan Kun. We're going to say the yantra conveys the objective meaning of the mantra, while the deity is the form of the mantra. So the, the deity is mantrayate, he is the express representative of losing your mind. And where do you want to lose your mind? You want to lose your mind in the deity that you worship. And the objective meaning of that mantra is expressed in the yantra. Where are you going and how do you propose to get there? Uh, by worshiping the deity by means of the yantra, the deity is completely satisfied. Uh, to attain all the bliss of the mantra, the worship of the yantra is highly recommended. And let's just pause for a moment and talk about mantra, yantra, and tantra. As used in this context, the mantra is the intuitive experience, the, the union with the deity in your heart. The yantra is the intellectual explanation. And the tantra is the practical application. All three of these are completely intertwined, included in every mantra. There is a yantra. There's some understanding. There's something to, to know. And there's a tantra. There's something to do. What did you do in order to know so that you could have the experience? 
That's how the mantra and the yantra and the tantra go together. Now this is the yantra which is uh, most highly recommended. This is the yantra that we teach. It's the Mahachandi yantra and it's the yantra of the Nivarnavidhi. Uh, and uh, you can see on this yantra there are several numbers and the numbers correspond to the various places where you're going to put the mantras or the deities. By means of the mantras, you place the deities on the lines and angles within the yantra and they will point the way along the road map and show us how to get to where we're trying to go. So it says, in the center of the place of worship is the single point, which is the bindu, which contains ha and thal, shiva and shakti, aham and tvam, and this purush and prakriti, without distinction. So hasal are contained in the bindu, right in the center. It's both shiva shakti. It's, it's ardhanarishwara. Ah. And thereafter comes the three-cornered equilateral triangle, which is all the threes are in perfect harmony and balance. And then six angles, uh, those are, that's the, the star that's in the, in, in, inside the circle. And the six angles stand for the unity and manifestation, the harmony of all the threes. Auma, Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva, Aim, Klima, Kaliba, Lakshmiba, Saraswati, the Father's, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and go wherever you want to go. Those are the six angles, are all the threes in harmony together. The circle is creation, followed by eight lotus petals, and the eight lotus petals express the four lotuses of divine expression and the four lotuses of individual manifestation. So if you look at the yantra closely, you can see dharma, gyan, vairagya, and aisarja are the four expressions of divine union. They bring us, we're all striving to manifest an ideal of perfection. Uh, we all need some wisdom of what our ideal is comprised of. There we all have some dharma, gyan, voiragya, some capacity of detachment, of, of uh, 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 detachment at least from other than the ideal. And that ideal is aisarja, it's manifesting an eternal perfection and a, a divine nature. And then on the four lotuses of, individual, uh, uh, of individuality or individual expression, we have all dharma. It's not in accordance with the perfect ideal of perfection. It's about me, and I've got to protect myself. It's a law of self-preservation. And uh, again, it's not exactly the highest wisdom. I'm seeking something for me and mine. And anasarja and avairagya and anasarja, avairagya, I do have attachment, I admit. And anasarja, I am pursuing trans, uh, transient uh, phenomena in this world. And both are true. The individual expression is necessary in order to, per, uh, to pursue the divine expression. I cannot pursue divinity if I don't exist and I have to protect myself and, and preserve myself. It's a law of self-preservation in order to have an individual identity so that I can merge it into the ultimate unity. And then, those are the eight lotus petals and the four doors are outside, Dharmark, the Kama Moksha. And in this way, the wise will draw the most excellent yantra. Now we use the yantra, uh, uh, Gayatri, and it says, Oh, we meditate upon the king of yantras, we contemplate the greatest yantra, may that yantra grant us increase. And, and then we use the Brahma Gayatri, Oh, we meditate upon the highest supreme divinity, contemplate the highest principle, may that supreme divinity grant us increase. 
increase. And now we're going to place these 36 uh, 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 divinities on our yantra. And follow the numbers and it shows right where they go. So take a flower and oh my bow to the giver of liberation. Oh my bow to the ruler of all. Oh my bow to the giver of completeness. Those are the three lines in the east. And oh my bow to the creative consciousness. Oh my bow to the universal radiance. Oh my bow to the ruler of devotion. And those are the three lines in the north. And now we started uh, the uh, uh, the northwest corner of the first door and in the left corner we oh my bow to the primal energy which sustains existence and in the northeast corner oh my bow to the tortoise which supports creation oh my bow to infinity personified as the thousand hooded snake who stands upon the tortoise holding holding aloft the world oh my bow to the earth oh my bow to the milk ocean or the ocean of nectar the infinite expanse of existence from which all manifested that's the ocean of pure consciousness Shumudra. Oh, my bow to the island of purity, which is in the ocean. Oh, my bow to the palace of gems, which is on the island. Uh, the home of the Divine Mother. Oh, my bow to the tree of fulfillment, which satisfies all desires growing in the courtyard. Oh, my bow to the altar containing the jewels of wisdom, which is underneath the tree. Oh, my bow to the throne of the jewel, which is on the altar. Oh, my bow to Dharma, the way of truth and harmony, the ideal of perfection, oh my bow to wisdom, oh my bow to detachment, oh my bow to the imperishable qualities, oh my bow to disharmony or to the, the lack of the ideal or the derogation of the ideal. I'm not seeking the perfection of unity here, I'm seeking this perfection of this individual phenomena in this world of individuals. Oh my bow to again, it's again because it's ignorance because I'm living in duality, I'm trying to preserve this individual identity in, within the duality. Oh my bow to attachment, oh my bow to the transient, those are the eight petals of the lotuses. And now I bow over to the infinite and I bow to the lotus. Oh, we bow to the 12 aspects of the realm of the sun. Tapini, tapini, dumra, marichi, dwalini, ruchi, sudumra, bogda, vishwa, bodhini, darini, shama, containing heat. Emanating heat, smoky, ray-producing, burning, lustrous, purple, or smoky red, granting enjoyment, universal, which makes known, productive of consciousness, which supports, which forgives. And with this handed flowers, oh my bow to ooh, into the 16 aspects of the realm of the moon, Amrita, Pranada, Pusha, Tushti, Pushti, Rati, Driti, Shoshini, Chondrika, Chikanti, Jyotsna, Sri, Priti, Ongada, Purna, Purnamrita, Nectar, which sustains life, which supports satisfying, nourishing, playful constancy, unfailing producer of joy, beauty, and hence by love, light, grant her prosperity, affectionate, purifying the body, complete and full of bliss. And Ma, Auma, we bow to the ten aspects of the realm of fire, Dumra, Archi, Dwalini, Shukshma, Dwalini, Bispulingini, Susri, Surupa, Kapila, Hapya, Kapyavaha, Shmoky, Red, Flaming, Shining, Subtle, Burning, Sparkling, Beautiful, Well-Formed, Tawny, the messengers to gods and ancestors. And now, some Satwayanamaha, I bow to activity, execution, light, knowledge and being, Satarajatama, oh my bow to desire, inspiration and becoming, and oh my bow to wisdom, to the darkness which exposes the light, to rest, Satarajatama. And now I bow to the soul, I bow to the innermost soul, I bow to the universal soul, or the consciousness which exceeds manifestation, Om Ring. I bow to the soul of infinite wisdom. Those 36 points are the stepping stones over which we will tiptoe through the tulips. That's the path. Uh, the roadmap, just where we want to go, we're ultimately going to end up at the soul.
of infinite wisdom. And that's where the Yajna takes place. When this Atma becomes one with that Paramatma, then only exists the unity, the huge, the Yajna between the Atma, Paramatma, and the Gyanatma, the soul of infinite wisdom. And now we're going to invite all the deities of the Sarvabhadra Mandala, the excellent circle of all divinity, the establishment of the excellent circle of all deities. Okay, you, the entourage of the goddess, or the entourage of Lord Shiva, Shiva Gun, Shiva, all those boots and brakes, all those funky members of the entourage. Uh, you invite mom to dinner, you better believe Swami's going to get fed too. Uh, you set a place for Gotam and for Mahananda and Adaitya and Pranavananda too. I'll bet you even uh, uh, Pratibha will come and eat. Uh, they're all members of the excellent circle of mother's entourage. In the same way, Shiva doesn't go alone. He won't go alone. He needs a driver. That's me. He needs a horse. That's my other self. He needs the front of the horse and the back of the horse. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, the causal body. In every level, we bow to the creative consciousness in the center of the yantra. We invoke you, we invite you, and we establish your presence. Sit down. Take a seat on the yantra, Brahma. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body. We bow to the Lord of devotion in the north. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Uh, Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the ruler of all. We invoke you, we invite you, and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the rule of the pure. And we invoke you, we invite you, and we establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we dip out to the divine fire, we invoke you, we invite you, and we establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the supreme controller, we invoke you, we invite you, and we establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the destroyer. We invoke you, we invite you, and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the Lord of equilibrium. We invoke you, we invite you, we establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the Lord of liberation. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the eight lords of beneficence. We invoke you, we invite you, and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the eleven relievers from sufferings. We invoke you, we invite you, and we establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the twelve sons of the light, the Adityas. Uh, we invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Uh, Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body. We bow to the two horses of pure desire. Just like those barn sour horses always want to return to the barn. Those horses are looking for the, 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 the purity of desire. They are carrying us and conveying our, our chariot, our, our conveyance. They are conveying it to radiant purity. We invoke you, we invite you, and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body. We bow to the ancestors along with the shining ones of the universe. We invoke you, we invite you, and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body. We bow to the energy which brings the good and bad of wealth. We invoke you, we invite you, and we establish your presence.
said, Om, the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the family of eight snakes, and that's all the energies of the universe. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Om, the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the celestial musicians and, and heavenly maidens who dance like crazy. Uh, they boogie with the swamis on Shivaratri night. We invoke you, we invite you, and establish your presence. Om, the, the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the God of war. We invoke you, we invite you, and establish your presence, and especially pray for success in this battle with myself, with my lower nature. Please prevail. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body. We bow to the bull of discipline, the conveyance of Shiva Dandi. He rides on this desert, this delight, the bliss of discipline. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body. We bow to the spear of concentration. We invoke you, we invite you, and we establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the great time. We invoke you, we invite you, and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to ability and the other seven qualities. We invoke you, we invite you, and establish your presence. And remember, we have seven natures and seven lokas with seven qualities and seven different kinds of capacities. Bur, Bhuva, so we invoke you, we invite you, we establish your presence. Um, the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the reliever of difficulties. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Um, the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the all-pervading consciousness. We invoke you, we invite you, and we establish your presence. Um, the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body and the causal body, we bow to the ancestors. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Hey, everybody, we're in a good place with good people doing good things. And my ancestors prepared the way for me to come here. <laughs> I want to thank you. you. You guys did a heck of a good job. <laughs> Namaste. Om, the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the spirit of de deadly illnesses. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. We pray to you, illnesses, that, that please, leave me alone. Don't, don't make me infirm. <laughs> Find some other place to dwell. Not here. Not here amongst my beloved. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the Lord of the multitudes. We invoke you, we invite you, and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to acts of sacrifice. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the shining ones. We invoke you, we invite you, and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the earth. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the Gandhi, Ganga and the other rivers. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Ganga Adi Nadi, Ganga Adi Nadi. We invoke Ganga and all the other rivers. We invoke you, we invite you, we establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the seven seas. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. And if we have seven oceans inside, then we have seven islands inside, then we have seven chakras, which are stepping stones inside. And those are the islands which take us from sea to shining sea. 
Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to Mount Meru. We invoke you, we invite you, and establish your presence. And everyone knows the Sushumna takes you to Meru. It's also called the Meru Dhanda. The, the staff of Meru is the Shushumna within which resides the ear and the pingala. Om the gross infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the club. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. And we're not talking about the club being a, an association of familiar people. We're talking about the articulation of mantras that hits those asuras over the head with a big stick. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body. We bow to the trident, the trishul of unity, the unity and harmony of all the threes. They combine in one staff, which bring us to the understanding that the one has manifested as the three, and the three are manifest as the one. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the thunderbolt of illumination. We invoke you, we invite you, and we establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to energy. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the staff, the staff of discipline. We invoke you, we invite you and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the sword, the sword of wisdom. We invoke you, we invite you, we establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the net of unity. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the goad, uh, which prods that stubborn beast along, we invite you, we invoke you, and invite you and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, and the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the Rishi Gautam Muni Maharaj Ki Jai. We invoke you, we invite you, and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the Rishi Bhadadwaj. Om, we invoke you, we invite you, and establish your presence. Sapta Rishi, all seven Rishis, we're going to invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the Rishi Bishwamitra. We invoke you, we invite you, and we establish your presence, you become the friend of the universe. You brought us Gayatri, the song of the harmony of the three. Gayatri. Thank you, friend of the universe. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the Rishi Kashyap. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the Rishi Javadogni. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the Rishi Boshishta. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the Rishi Atre. Om, we invoke you, we invite you, and establish your presence. Om the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to the Devi Orundati, the wife of Vashishta. We, the example of purity, Vashishta has been established. Ishta Vash. Sorry, it works better. It's easier in Bangla. In Bangla. Ishta ke boshi diyeche, uni boshi ishta or boho orundati. And she is the, the, the light of purity. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Who has established himself in wisdom, who has established his chosen ideal within, he is boshi 
only infinites beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to Aindri, the energy of the rule of the pure. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Only infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to Kumari, the energy of the ever-pure one. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Only infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to Brahmi, the energy of creative consciousness. We invoke you, we invite you, and we establish your presence. Om, the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to Rahi, the energy of a war of sacrifice. We invoke you, we invite you, and establish your presence. The boar of sacrifice, she has the such tenacity that she can even go beneath the ocean and find the wisdom. She defeated Hyagreev, uh, the, the d demon Hyagreev, uh, and she raised, he stole the, the Vedas and put them under the ocean. And she went down underneath the ocean, picked up the, the earth, and she saved the earth, and she saved the Vedas, and she destroyed the wicked demon. Uh, Om the infinite beyond conception, the growth body, the subtle body, and the causal body be the energy of the board of sacrifice. We just bound you. We invoke you. We invite you, and we establish your presence. Only the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to Chamunda, the conqueror of passion and meanness. Remember in chapters six, chapter seven. Chapter seven, she cut off the heads of passion and meanness and said, I present to you two great beasts. And Divine Mother Chandi said, Now on you're called Chamunda, the slayer of passion and meanness. Only the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to Vaishnavi, the energy of all parading consciousness. We invoke you, invite you, and establish your presence. Only the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to Maheshwari, the energy of the Supreme Sovereign. We invoke you, we invite you, and establish your presence. Om, the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body, we bow to Boinaki, the energy of excellent conduct. We invoke you, we invite you, and we establish your presence. And those are the 57 deities of Sri Ma's entourage. They are the deities that accompany her wherever she goes. And they sit on the yantra and mom sits on top of them. So she's well cushioned. She doesn't have to worry about not having enough padding. She can sit on the heads of the, those who support her. And now we're going to sing the last hymn of the Rig Veda. It's the vision of the Rishis. And it says, Sangachadvam, Shambhadadvam, Sambhomanamshi Janatham. Let all assemble together. Let all speak together. Let all minds be in harmony. The shining ones of ancient times all proceeded by this worship. This is puja. This is worship. Everyone who became a, de 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 a deity, a deva, a shining one, illuminated, they all invited everyone to come and share together. When all thoughts are absorbed in mantra, then consciousness becomes fixed in the recollection most glorious. When all thoughts become absorbed in mantra, then by means of mantra, all thoughts are poured as oblations into the divine fire. This place is common. These thoughts are common. So let our hearts be shared as well. Let all thoughts, all minds be united so that all may enjoy peace and contentment. And with this understanding, let's set the wood on the
top of the flowers, which is sitting on top of the yantra, which is sitting in the center of the Havankun. And we place the wood in three tiers. Three tiers below, and three tiers uh, horizontally, and three tiers vertically, so that you have Sata Raja Tamaguna burning into one light. And we sing the Gayatri Mantra. Remember Gayatri, Ombur Bhubhaswaha, the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, the causal body. Tut is that. Savitur is the light of wisdom. Varinyam most high. Bhargo wealth. Devasya of the gods. Devahi we meditate upon. We contemplate. Dio Ionaha. Give to us that. Give us that to us. Prachodoya. Prachudoya. Continuous prach udoya rise. Make that light of wisdom, which is the highest wealth of the gods, continually rise and rise and become brighter and brighter and brighter. That's our prayer to you, and that's why we're burning Sattarajatamo. We're burning the three gunas. All the threes, we're burning them into the unity of one fire. And we'll encircle the Hawankun with our torches, and we'll place them on the right side of the Hawankun, and open hands face up boshat ultimate purity abhishek some water fat 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 and you can you don't put out the fire but you can purify the fire fat 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 abhishek purify 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 clap three times fat 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 Purity, 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 purify, 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 Ankush Mudra, cut the ego, hey Mr. Goad, and prod me along until I'm successful at cutting the ego, Dana Mudra, remember it was always also called Amriti Karan Mudra, and you see the nectar of divine bliss is, uh, is flowing from the palms of your hand. Liberation. Yoni mudra. Wrong. Purifying consciousness. Namaha. Prakshan. I bow. And now we're going to leave one stick on fire burning on the right corner of the Hawankun. Pick up two sticks and we're going to say, Hum Namaha, cut the ego, purify all evil beings. And we're going to circumambulate the Hawankun three times, Sarva Mangala Mangal Yesive, to the auspicious of all auspiciousness, to the good, to the accomplisher of all objectives, to the source of refuge, to the mother of the three worlds, to the goddess who is rays of light, exposer of consciousness. I bow to you. You are the eternal energy of creation, preservation, and destruction in all existence, that upon which all qualities depend, that which limits all qualities, exposer of consciousness, I bow to you. For those who are devoted to you and take refuge in you, you save from all discomfort and unhappiness, all worry you take away, exposer of consciousness, I bow to you. And now we're going to put that to the two sticks into the fire. Then take the third one from the right side and stick that in the fire as well. And you can light and kindle the divine fire and return to your seated position we meditate upon the all-pervading being, contemplate the luminous one who is the final resting place of all. 
May that divine fire, that light of meditation, that light of purification, that light of knowledge, that light of uh, knowing, grant us increase. And let's pause here. Om Sam Saraswati Namaha. Let's see if there are any questions about any of the material we have covered so far this evening. We have a question from Swarupananda. Namaste, Swarup. Are yantras made of any specific material or metal? There are many, 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 many kinds of yantras. The most the most efficacious mantra is the one you make yourself. The one that you would draw regularly with a piece of grass and some sandal paste. Maybe on the bottom of a steel plate. Or if you don't have any grass available, you could use the tip of a piece of incense and draw the yantra freehand. You see, many times when I sit at the fire, when we don't have a lot of time for preparation, I make the yantra with flowers, or parts of it as much as I can. Now, those, the yantra that you create yourself is the most efficacious yantra. Now, in addition to that, there's a copper yantra, there's a brass yantra, there's a silver yantra, there's a golden yantra, there's one made out of panchadatu, there's one made of ashtadatu, there's one that you can, you can make yantras out of anything you choose. The, the, the material which comprises the yantra is not so important as the yantra that you wear on your chest, in your heart. The one you establish yourself. These are all tools, and the more money you spend doesn't make it a better tool. Uh, the, the, the greater, the more valuable the metal of which the yantra is comprised, uh, it, it doesn't make it a better yantra, doesn't make it more worthwhile. When I got my yantra, I said to my guru, my Guruji, should I make this in solid gold? He said, do you know how long that would stay on your altar? As soon as you turned your back, it would disappear. Why would you want such a yantra? Uh, so, I mean, if you put the yantra there, then you have to stand and guard it all the time, call out the militia, and stand there with, a, with a, a, all your weapons, at, like a, a guard at Fort Knox. It doesn't make much sense. So, choose the yantra that's simple, that's easy, that's cost-effective, that is valuable to you and it will be your yantra now there are a few items that are yours especially in sadhu land nobody has the authority to touch your loincloth nobody has the authority to touch your mala nobody has the authority to touch your water pot Nobody has the authority to touch your asan. Nobody has the authority to touch your yantra. And very few have the authority to touch your chapta or your fire tongues, unless you choose to make them serkari. They belong to everybody. Those items are the personal, private property of a sadhu. So always seek permission before you touch or put your foot on somebody's asan or their loincloth or their yantra or their water pot or whatever. These are personal property. Everything else belongs to the world. But a sadhu has a few possessions of his or her own. And the yantra is amongst them. We have a question from Vivekananda in Seattle. Namaste, Vivek! God's face is the sun, moon, and fire. I have heard that the Ira Nadi is lunar and Pingala Nadi is solar. Is Sushumna a fire? And is this the reason why we worship the fire? To awaken and purify Sushumna? Very good explanation, except I have heard that the Ira is the sun and the Pingala is the moon. So it is different in different scriptures. Uh, and, uh, but the sun and the moon and the fire are the three eyes in the face of God. 
And the, the three eyes also stand for the light of wisdom, the light of devotion, and the light of purification or meditation. And the sun and the moon and the fire, the Shushumna does contain all three because the Ira and the Pingala are within the Shushumna. So if the Shushumna contains the fire and the Ira is the sun and the Pingala is the moon, then the sun and the moon and the fire are inside the Shushumna. And therein lies the unity of all the threes. Because uh, Uma, the sun and the moon and the fire, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they're all there together. Oh, uh, in any poetic way that it's necessary for you to express in order for you to remember and act in accordance, that's the poetry that works for you. And that's why this has been said and said again and respoken and rehashed and retweeted all over the world for generations and generations. Uh, and it keeps on going. We have a question from Sadhana Shakti in Seattle. Namaste Sadhana Shakti. Pranam, on page 219, it says, We bow to the energy which brings the good and bad of wealth. Could you please elaborate on this? Absolutely. There's an energy in wealth, and we're bowing to all the wealth. It may be selfish energy, the energy which amplifies me and protects my family, or it may be universal energy, the energy which gives me the wealth of wisdom or the wealth of peace, which I get to share with everybody. So the good and the bad of wealth all come to me when the yakshas come to me. And uh, they, they, uh, they, some of them are good and some of them aren't. <laughs> and some of them are for the greater good and some are for the smaller good, which may be bad in somebody else's eyes. But you have the first duty of a sadhu sadhana is to never allow ourselves to become a burden to anyone else. So you have an obligation to give more than you take. That's called spiritual. You can't be a sadhu without being a spiritual being. Now being a spiritual being and giving more than you take, uh, there are times where you have to replenish for yourself. Because you're giving wherever you go, you have to replenish for yourself. Someone may say that's selfish, hence bad. I couldn't teach this class if I didn't write this book, and I couldn't have written the book if I didn't study the material, and I couldn't have studied the material if I didn't take some time off for myself so I could study. And while I was taking the time off for myself, everyone said, look how selfish he is. He just sits around and reads and chants and sings. And, and well, he's not doing any work. He's not doing any, he's not producing any benefit to anybody at any time. He just hangs out and studies. What a selfish character. The bad of wealth, as it appears in the eyes and the judgment of others. And now I get to pay back. I get to come here every night or five nights a week and share the wealth. And that's the good of the wealth. So you've got the good and the bad. It's all a matter of perception. The wealth has no good or bad. The wealth is wealth. Whether I'm studying for myself or I'm sharing the wealth, if A is equal to B and B is equal to C, then A is equal to C. My guru used to say that a lot. <laughs> The law of the excluded middle. He was a mathematician before he became sadhu. And he used to exclude the middle. If A is equal to B and B is equal to C, then A and C are equal. Right. Is that right, Ma? Okay. Thank you. If the sadhu is one with knowledge and the disciple is one with knowledge, then the sadhu and the disciple are one. And that's how we unite, by paying attention to the same things together. And it was important to my guru, so it became important to me. So if for no other reason than it allowed me the privilege to unite with my guru. Sadhana, there's a good and there's a bad with wealth. And the bad, both of the judgments are in the eyes of the person who's beholding. 
Certainly, if I am the recipient of your wealth, it's God. <laughs> and if you gave it all at the office, or you gave it all away, well, I didn't get anything out of it. Why is it good for me? So the judgment call is with the person who's making the judgment. It's not going to change the wealth. It's not going to change the phenomena. It's not going to change our relationship. The good and the bad label doesn't change the fact that if I'm in love with wisdom and you are listening to that wisdom, then I'm in love with you. Pranav. Mm -hmm. We have a question from Yasmina. Namaste, Yasmina. Namaste. What are the 11 relievers of suffering? Uh, there are 11 forms of Rudra. Asru Trayate Iti Rudra, who takes away the tears, who takes away the suffering. And Rudra has 11 forms. Uh, the 11 Ekadas uh, uh, the, the 11 names of Rudra. Uh, they are all the Jyotirlingams except Gushmeshwar. So you have Somnath, Trambakeshwar, Vishwanath, Dwarkanath, Boydanath, Kedranath, Omkareshwar, Mamaleshwar. Now I didn't do it in order. I can do it in order. That would be more fun. So Raspe, Somnath, and Chashi, Selimalikarjunam, Ujin, Yamaha, Kalam, Omkari, Parameshwaram. Kedaram Himavapriste Dakim Bhima Shankaram Varnasyam Tabiswesham Trambakam Go to meet the day Vajanata Chittabhumam Nagyesham Darukavade Saitabande Charameshwam Those are the eleven! And Gushmeshwar is the twelfth Jyoti Lingam. <laughs> Sorry about that, but I have to do it in order, otherwise I can't get them all. And that Beshwar, I know, sorry about that. He's not one of the 11 Rudra, uh, relievers of suffering. He's one of the, he's the 13th Jyotirlinga. Uh, please. We have a question from Nanda in San Jose. Namaste, Nandama. Is the Yantra a geometric representation of the deity? I'm trying to understand how a beautiful goddess becomes a geometric figure. Please help. Wow, you look at my mom. <laughs> then she's skinny like a stick. <laughs> Do you know what the, the, the geog geog geometrical figure uh, is the graphic representation of the beauty, beauty and the symmetry of the deity? And they are one and the same. She is, the, the, the graphic representation is the intellectual explanation of what is this deity about. This deity is the force of cohesion which gives me the energy to take the journey step by step through the yantra until I become one with the Supreme Soul. So she is the deity in geometrical form. And the intellectual understanding of her geometrical form, of her parts, brings me to the realization of the whole. And that's uh, how the deity and the yantra work together. We have a question from Sharanya in Walnut Creek. Namaste Sharanyama! Why would the gods be less pleased if the yantra was not used during worship? I thought even the most simple forms of worship would be accepted by the gods if done with sincere devotion. Can you elaborate? Yes, I can elaborate, Sharanya. It is true. Patram pushpam toyam palam If you give me a, a leaf, a fruit, a glass of water, or even a drop of water, and a, 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 and a, a flower, I'm going to be happy that you came to me. Now, if you bring me more stuff, I'm going to be happier. <laughs> I don't want just a leaf from you. I would love you to give me a little bit more. Spend some more time with me, Sharanya. Take Sharan with me. Take refuge in me. Uh, would you please come closer 
The more you give me, the happier I'm going to be. The more time you spend with me, the more mind you give to me, the more attention you pay to me, the more you offer to me the sincerity of your path and demonstrate to me how privileged you are to be learning about how to love me, well, I'm going to be even more pleased. Certainly, I will accept your leaf. And certainly, I accept your flower and your drop of water and a fruit. But if you gave me 10 items and spent 15 minutes with me instead of 5 minutes, I'd be happier. If you gave me 16 items and spent 30 minutes with me, I'd be even happier. If you had the yantra and spent 2 hours and 45 minutes with me, I'd be even happier. <laughs> I want you. Oh, Uncle Sam said that. <laughs> I want you. I do. And God wants us in the same way. Come, Iha gotcha, spend some time with me. Don't be in a hurry and give me a, a dry leaf and run out the door. Get up five minutes earlier and say, I made a sacrifice for you, God. Here's, here's a yantra. And this is what it means, and I'm studying it, I'm learning about it, I'm feeling it, I'm grokking it, I understand, step by step. God, won't, won't God be more pleased? And that's what the, that's what the mantra says, is, Yantra Puja Prashashyate is highly recommended that you give a little extra. Don't just give me my, my due. Give me what you need to give me and give me a little extra. Make sure you make me know that you want to be with me. And keep increasing it. We have a question from Kantananda in Colorado Springs. Namaste, Kanta! Is there a natural rhythm to guide us for retreating into a private space for study? or reflection, and then coming out again into our many relationships with others? There really is. A very good question, Kanta. There is a natural rhythm, and in Puja Padoti we say, the first comes preparation, purification, invitation, union, and offering. The five steps of Puja are the natural rhythm. You prepare your space, you put down your asana, you make it beautiful, you put a flower, you put some incense, you, put, you, you decorate the stage, you set the table so that God knows that she's inviting. And then you wash your hands, you wash your utensils, you purify the flowers, you purify everything that you want to offer. And, and preparation, purification, you invite God, please. I want to study, I want to learn, Om Sam Saraswati Namaha. Please, come, invite. I'm inviting you. Hey, books, hey, knowledge, come to me. I'm inviting you and invoking you and, 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 and uniting with you and establishing you within. Om Burbu And the gross body, the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, the causal body. We invite you. It's a natural rhythm. So, and then we offer to you. Here, a I'm going to share my knowledge, I'm going to share what I learned now that I've, it's become mine. It's no longer the words of the book, it's the words of my heart. I feel this. I'm not just spouting off what some Rishi wrote thousands of years ago. I'm not even recapitulating what some sadhu translated 20, 30, 40 years ago. I'm speaking to you from my heart. It's mine. Now I get to share it. And that's the rhythm. Preparation, purification, invitation, union, and offering. We have a question from Julia. Namaste, Julia Ma. On page 223, can you please tell us again the meaning of the seven qualities? The seven qualities. 
Dakshadi. Something She might have the physical book. Yeah. And what number is it? In your book? No, what number is the, the name? I, I don't know. You don't know? And you want me to answer the question? You don't even know what page it does? Dakshadi Sapta. Comes before the Hmm? I'm sorry. It's 22. Name Number 22. 22. Oh, here I am, uh, way up in front. Dakshadi Sapta Ganadio Namaha. The Sapta Gana. The Dakshadi Sapta Gan. Uh, the, those are the, the, the various qualities uh, that reside in our various uh, chakras. For example, we have ability and daksha adi sapta ganavyo. So the, the, uh, the seven qualities, uh, I'm going to have to look them up if you want them all. Uh, the actual qualities, but it's the, the qualities of ability and the qualities of, of uh, focus and the qualities of, of, of efficiency, and they, they all go together. And I'll, I, if you send me an email, I'll write them down for you. That would be a more appropriate answer. We have another question from Yasmina. Yasmina, Yasmina. We worship the one whose third eye is visible. What is the meaning of that? Oh, he, he's, he, he, Siva's third eye, of course, he burnt the God of love. He opens his eyes, but his eyes are completely awake. He is totally awake. He is always intuitively perceiving. He looks through the eyes of wisdom. He looks through the eyes of devotion, and he intuits through the third eye. His third eye is always open. So he is always awake to, to intuitive perception. Om Sam Sarasvati Namaha. Namaste.